It's a new episode of Frisian Radio, and today is Friday, December 17th, 2021, at 8.27 p.m. UTC. ETH is sitting around $3,890. It's down about 6.3% over the past seven days, down about 8.3% over the past 30 days, and up about 511.6% over the past year. There were two major updates this week as it relates to progress towards Ethereum's proof-of-stake merge. During the last all-core devs call of the year on December 10th, there was a deep discussion about whether to prioritize EIP-4488 prior to the merge. EIP-4488 would significantly decrease call data costs for rollups. The Geth, uh, the Geth team pushed back against prioritizing the EIP, highlighting unsolved technical issues with the proposal specifically, and also reminding us that rollups are still relatively immature. Coming out of the call, they decided to prioritize the merge over EIP-4488. I think this decision and the thoughtful process by which it was made highlights the extremely high quality of the Ethereum core development community. Watch, um, you can watch the full call. Um, if you go to Tim Baiko, who coordinates Ethereum All Core Devs Twitter, um, and he did a great thread breaking down the call and, and linked to a full live stream. Uh, if you watch the live stream, EIP 4488 starts about 18 minutes into the call. All right, and the Kintsugi Merge DevNet is live. You can learn more about this DevNet, uh, about this this DevNet uh, in a uh, blog post by Tim Baiko. Um, but most of the EVM client teams are already on the DevNet and testing the merge. Tim Baiko says that the goal of this effort is to incorporate the learnings for Amphora, which is the previous DevNet that was. Uh, built during the, uh, the recent uh, proof of stake event into the specification. Test it on a devnet, find what breaks, add fixes to the spec, and do it all over again the next week. The rapid pace of iteration allows us to see the latest spec in production weekly and to gradually gain confidence in the client implementations. Ethereum core developers continue to make fantastic progress towards the Ethereum proof of stake merge, which is incredibly exciting. And now we're going to talk about how this week was likely the biggest week for public goods funding in the history of Ethereum. The Ethereum Foundation launched a new first-of-its-kind incentive program for Ethereum client development teams. Teams in the program will receive a total of 144 validators each, which is uh, 4,608 ETH. Uh, and the, the validator deposits are made up are made up front to be operated by the teams, while the withdrawal credentials and the ownership of the funds will be vested over several years, with the first tranche unlocked at the delivery of the beacon of beacon chain withdrawals. In order to receive this in subsequent tranches of validator withdrawal credentials, teams must continue to maintain their clients, meet performance benchmarks on mainnet, and generally contribute towards delivering the Ethereum community's roadmap as it evolves over time. This innovative incentive program deeply ties the client teams to the long-term success of Ethereum by literally staking them into the network. It decentralizes validators by moving them from the Ethereum Foundation to a diverse group of client teams. At the same time, it ensures that there are quite a few validators that sit with organizations that are deeply aligned with Ethereum. I'm extremely impressed. And it's not just this amazing news from the EF. Uh, in terms of public goods funding. Also this week, Gitcoin grants round 12 concluded. 
GR12 saw over 27,000 unique contributors and over $3 million contributed, which represents a 94% increase uh, in contributors and a 64% uh, increase in a unique contributor. So a 94% increase in total contributions and a 64% increase in unique contributors relative to the last Gitcoin grants round, round uh, GR11. The $3 million in matching funds uh, brought the total amount funded by GR12 above $6 million. It was fun to see OGs like Mariano, Mario, Mariano Conti and Kane Warwick jump in on the last day with big contributions. Um, yeah, Gitcoin is starting to hit scale, and we're going from degen to regen. Uh, public goods funding is a real use case for blockchains, and it's one that I love. All right, and finally, we're going to close up this week by talking a little bit about specialization in Web3. As the Web3 space grows, we'll see increased specialization at the protocol level. The communities who know who they want to be and execute hard to get there will succeed. We're seeing this happen within blockchain, blockchain infrastructure. Bitcoin is simple, secure, sound money. If the Ethereum L1 is for security and decentralized data ability, but not for execution. Optimistic rollup execution layers and ZK rollup execution layers provide different environments with different trade-offs. And then bridges exist for hopping between all of those execution layers. But the place that this kind of phenomenon of specialization is happening uh, most deeply is at the smart contract layer, especially within DeFi. Each major DeFi protocol provides a primitive or money Lego and new protocols that are created are designed for a very specific purpose within the ecosystem and often leverage the other uh, specialized primitives that have been created before them. One protocol that's executing quite well on specialization is Olympus DAO. Olympus is scaling its core competencies of protocol-owned protocol liquidity and yield through Olympus Pro and other partnerships like with Redacted Cartel, Lobis, PrimeDAO, Balancer, and Sushi. Specialization is also why I think Olympus has a real chance to succeed in its ultimate vision to provide a decentralized reserve currency for DeFi. Even within the space of currency and money, there will be specialization. People will only be willing to spend ETH on things that have a higher expected value than the opportunity cost of staking or gas, which is a very short list of things. This will open the door for other currencies with broad distribution and deep liquidity to emerge. We'll see whether Ohm can step into this opportunity. And now it's time to slide out to the tight flows of Real Thing by Tilden Park. Yeah, yeah. No, I really can't complain. In it for keepsake, in the field with the cleat lace Beat freak with the bare face and a slick tongue, that's what she say She look good, she a big tease when she bite lip with the wink face Hella bad when she throwing it back, she bringing out my way for the team play For Pete's sake, I'm above average, I'm padding my stack I gotta matter what he say, I'm the 2010, yeah LeBron James off the backboard Type of bad boy, hold it down for the task force If I run his faith, then you ask for it Niggas cross, need to laugh more, I keep it 100 on dashboard The live show need a passport, cause the beat bounce to the cap torn Feel like I live it, it fast forward, but I ask for it Misfit, got a quick lit on a crash course from the tattered garment to the tabloid Spoke how I live it into existence Might be ahead of myself, but the bank account did jump up a couple figures But like nobody could fuck with us, I'm a flight risk I play among the stars in the Hollywood Hill The space they should couldn't even get in touch with me Praise faith that I stuck with it 
wave. No, I really can't complain. Everything is straight. I've been on a wave. Well, everything I say turn into the real thing. I tell her on it. Straight. I've been on a wave where everything I'm saying turns into a real day. I 